With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Thank you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. Channel. Live with the Middleman Present Talk of the Town with Nick Eden. I am your host, Nick Eden. I don't know where my man Al is at. He ain't made it into the studio yet, but that's okay because I still got my man KD sitting over there with his. Uh, it looks like uh, you got some banana pudding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And some extra wafers. Boy, don't give me banana. I ain't had no banana pudding in a long time, man. Don't, 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 don't make me revert, revert back. And them old folks that got them Nilla wafers. Right, man, my grandma used to make some vanilla pudding, man. I'm talking about folks from all around used to come around. You remember Chris Jack? Well, my mood, you remember Chris Jack? <laughs> yeah. He used to come after every uh, basketball game. She told him, if you win, you come over and you get you some banana pudding. <laughs> he made sure he won, didn't he? Right. <laughs> See how that worked out. But, uh, but yeah, man. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in with us this week. We miss you. It's been a, it's been a whole week since all the down. I know it only comes once a week, but I get to missing you guys out there. Huh. Had an interesting week this week. Um, I got a chance to check out uh, T-Pain on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. And um, he's saying, <laughs> one thing, I, well, I'll say this much. First things first. I learned that T-Pain can play the piano. This is something I did not know. Oh, he's yeah, actually he's pretty talented, good at playing brother. the piano. Hmm? Yeah. I think he's a very talented brother. Yeah, but see, he sang, his, he sang this song and he sang without the auto-tune. And for all the years that I said that T-Pain should stop using auto-tune, I sincerely apologize. He absolutely needs it. <laughs> I'm not playing here man. I, I was trying to rock with him He was trying Seriously He was trying man He was trying I, I had to give him an ace of effort it, 
the background vocals were in place. Of course, he, uh, for his background vocals, he had his um, his singing group, uh, One Chance, which is an Atlanta-based R&B group. We've talked about it here on Talk of Town before. And um, they were providing the background. But, I mean, as, as much as he was trying, man, it just... <sighs> it didn't really work out too well. You know, Payne was a rapper at first, man, and he just looked up and found that program that made him sound like that. You know what I mean? Well, I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him, but ain't on my... Man, you know how Payne do, man. We have two exclusives for you tonight. So, you know, we have two exclusive brand new records. One, I got my email today from the man himself. Tyrese, a.k.a. Black Ty, a.k.a. the dude from Fast Furious and Transformers and all that. We have a, su- a new exclusive remix of his hit single, Stay. It's a remix featuring Faith Evans and Rick Ross. We'll be playing that tonight. What? Yeah. We, I don't know where the hell he found Faith. Where did he come I'm telling you, man, Tyrese, I'm going to tell you something right now. You guys, I want you guys to check up probably uh, tomorrow afternoon. I'm putting up a story on rnblover.com. I'm going to explain to you guys why Tyrese's album is so important to black music right now. And I promise you, when you get through reading this article, you're going to realize just exactly how important it is, how important it is to go out and support this man and what he's doing. Because what I want you guys to realize is what he's doing right now is he's doing this independent. Oh yeah. So, and our second exclusive for the night comes from my man Anthony Hamilton. Now you know that Anthony Hamilton is a favorite of the Middlemen, and tonight we are debuting his new record. It's a little different sound from him, something a little different, but I like it. This is it's going to be Anthony Hamilton with Carrie Hilson of all people. The new single from his album Back to Love that'll be out next Tuesday. And speaking of new releases. Another friend to the Middleman talk show and talk to the town with Nick Eaton just released his album this week, and that is Carl Thomas. He released his new album, Conquer. And this is after several battles in his personal life. We talked about those here on Talk to the Town with Nick Eaton. He is back. He is back with his new album, Conquer. It features the hit single, Don't Kiss Me. And he's got a lot of uh, production in there from Vidal and Harris, Rico Love, Mario Winans. Black Elvis, the late great Heavy D, and Mike Winer. So make sure. Hey, you it don't even sound right with you saying it, man. I know, man. It's still that's still crazy to me, man. That's still crazy. Uh, also, yeah. hitting stores this Tuesday, um, America's favorite uh, white boy R&B singer. No, not just Bieber. Robin Thicke. He comes back with his new single, his little his new album, his little whispering ass, "Love After War," the <laughs> Grammy Award winning singer latest album and his first single is actually the title track Love After War he also has a couple more uh, collaborations uh, that were scrapped from the album this is what's so crazy let me tell you who was on this album originally originally it was Usher Maxwell Faith Evans and Pharrell they were supposed to be guests on the album I don't know what happened but none of those records made the album. The only collaboration on the album is with Lil Wayne. Lil Gucci. Uh, that's, that's that Illuma, 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 I'm not going to say it. 
Yeah, it's a, them white people. Yeah, 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 yeah. They ain't talking about light-skinned Negroes. Right. Now, we did just get through talking about T-Pain and that performance that he had on Jimmy Kimmel Live, but his new album, Revolver, is in stores right now. It features his single, Five O'Clock, featuring Lily Allen and Wiz Khalifa. And uh, it's the album is it, it's, it's typical T-Pain. I, I, I will say that. I took a listen to it today. It's typical T-Pain. Yeah, me too. Hey, but you know uh, you what, know. man? I'm, I'm gonna get. Hey, dude, I'm gonna tell you. It's one record on there that I think you need to go with, and I guarantee he won't. The regular girl record. So what now? The regular Which girl record? record. That's the one he performed on Jimmy the Kimmel. Regular girl. Huh? That's the one he performed on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, I ain't even watched. I'm like, hey, regular yeah, girl. I'll put, I'll put the link up, man. I'll put the link up. It is. It is. It's crazy. Now, for all of my listeners out there, just for those of you who've been riding with Talk of Town for uh, for a few months now, you know that back a few months ago, after the tornadoes went through uh, my home state of Mississippi, uh, we did a feature on Malico Records. Now, we talked in that how we felt Malico Records was going to bounce back, they were going to be able to keep everything going, and they are fresh off of four Grammy nominations. Just in just for one artist, Malico Records has Kelly Price now nominated for Best R&B Album, Best Female Vocals, Best Song, and Best Record. Congratulations to Kelly. Congratulations to Malico Records. And they've just taken it up a little further by signing Q Parker, formerly of 112. Everybody remembers Q of 112. He will be releasing his new album, The Manual, through Malico Records. Shout out to Mississippi, man. I'm telling you, you can't keep us down. I don't care how you try. You can't keep us down. So they're going to keep doing their thing, man. And I'm, I'm glad they're doing their thing. And they got some real good R&B artists over there. And I, it's good to see Malico making that foray back into contemporary R&B. You know, a lot of people have written them off as just being a blues and gospel label, but nah, they got some they got mm-hmm. some heaters over there too. They got some heaters over there. And speaking of independent labels, Eric Benet, who just had a phenomenal night at the Soul Train Awards about a week and a half ago, um, he joins the ranks of Kelly Price, Joe, and Tyrese in becoming an independent artist. Um, previously recording for Warner Brothers Records, Eric Benet has decided to take his career into his own hands and release his new album independently. Shout out to him. His new single, Real Love, is now on iTunes and Amazon, so when you get a chance, go support it. It's, it's some classic R&B, man. I'm, like I said, you know, I wish the newer R&B artists would kind of get on board and see that, you know, you don't have to chase these pop hits to to have a sustainable career. I think with cats like Tyrese and Joe, they're showing you that you can still put out music with substance. And it'd be relevant. Now on the sales side, not even gonna really get into the sales this week. Uh, of course, we got a uh, Adele who popped back up to number two. I think that Adele has been—I can't even really say what she's done this year. She's everything that they say a pop artist isn't. She doesn't have a light voice. She, you know, she she's not a size zero. She doesn't go around dancing off the stage, slipping off the stuff and and TMZ every every week, but she's selling records. Hmm. 
let's see, put out quality product, and and people will come. Is that such a strange concept? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Justin Bieber comes in at number three with his uh, new album, The Missile Toe, with 139. Uh, Drake, his new, his new album, Take Care, at, he's keeping himself in the top five. He's number four this week. And with about 89,000 sold, <clears throat> Mary J comes in at number six with her album, My Life 2, The Journey Continues, at 71,000. And Rihanna's right behind her with Talk That Talk at number uh, seven with 54,000 sold. Now, that's pretty much it for the top ten in terms of urban releases. However, there were a couple more key releases going on, including a new EP by Trey Songz. And now you guys know that I'm, I've never claimed to be the biggest Trey Songz fan, but one thing I can definitely support is that his new EP, Inevitable, I just bought it, and it's not bad. He's giving all the proceeds to Cherry. All the proceeds from this album is, are, are going to Cherry. So, mind you, this is the one that Atlantic doesn't really promote like that. <clears throat> what do you want to say to that? And speaking of Atlantic Records, I just got to take a slight second to, to 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 put them on blast real quick. Once again, if you guys have been riding with the Middleman Talk Show and Talk of the Town with Nick Eden, one person that you may be familiar with is Michael Ayers. Michael Ayers was the winner of Andre Harrell's Superstar Soul Search. We featured him on the show several times. We played several of his records, including his first single, Mind Tonight, featuring Robin Thicke that Kevin dubbed as Vulture Music. <laughs> but um, he's never he hasn't been shy about expressing his disdain with Atlantic Records and uh, how they've been handling him as an artist. Now, they recently, after almost a year and a half, they recently released his single onto iTunes and Amazon. And here's the crazy thing. He didn't find out until a week later. That didn't happen. And he, he found out after I posted it on his Facebook wall. That's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen. We talk about major versus independent all the time. For a label to just be that low down and dirty, where they won't even inform you that your music is out, what does that say for major labels nowadays? Mind you, this is the same, this is part of the same machine, the Warner Music Group, that was recently sold this year, and it's said to be up for grabs at the middle of next year. Of all you people out there that are so eager to sign to a major label, you might want to think about that. But I will say this. Thanks to the fan base and the work that he's been putting into, his single has actually been doing well on iTunes. It's now featured in the new and noteworthy section of uh, the R&B part of iTunes. Uh, He's getting some great reviews on there. So when you get a chance, go check it out. Michael Ayers, Mine Tonight. It's on iTunes, on Amazon. Spotify, and wherever you go and shop your music, it's there. Now, Dev, mm-hmm. we've been talking about some quality records today, so far. And I got I to gotta, I gotta tell you, man, let me tell you where today's topic comes from. Quality versus quantity. Now, for those of you who don't know, I don't know how you might not know, but for those of you who are listening and don't know, I am a recording artist. And I was preparing 
2012, I was actually going to drop, for the very first time ever, I was going to drop a mixtape on Valentine's Day, which ironically falls on Tuesday, this coming Valentine's Day. And I was struggling with it, man. I was struggling with it bad. You know my feelings on mixtapes. Right. I think that mixtapes are great for DJs, and I believe that DJs should continue to release mixtapes. The DJs, they are the ones who break the records for us. They're the ones that put a lot of the work in that we don't really get. They don't have to play these records. They can play what's in the top 40. So I feel that the the mixtapes should go strictly with the DJs, and the artists should be concentrating on putting out quality product. Somewhere along the line, we figured in urban music that quantity was better than quality. So like I said, I was struggling with this, and I was like, man, I'm going to go ahead and I'm gonna do this. I'm going to release this mixtape. Then I thought about it and said, you know what? No, I'm sticking to my guns on this. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And I got to talking with one of my acquaintances, and he was like, well, man, you know, that's what you got to do in music nowadays. And I got to thinking to myself, why? Why do we have to do it? I mean, everybody's getting programmed to the same thought process when it comes to putting music out, man. That's why he was so quick to tell you what he said. Well, this is the crazy thing about it. Because I did some research. Right now, R&B and hip-hop is one of the lowest-selling genres of music. Period. Mm -hmm. One of the lowest. However, R&B and hip-hop music is the only music where they give music away in such a large quantity. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes. Pop, rock, and country labels, they do give free songs. But they give it in a controlled manner. It's the mm-hmm. iTunes free download of the week. Or it's free when you sign up for that artist newsletter. Or this or that. And it's usually no more than two songs. Maybe three songs at the most. But in urban music, we're the ones that, have, that say, hey, look, we're going to give 20 songs away. Then in about three months, we're going to give 17 more. And then at the end of that, I want you to think that I'm so hot that you're going to go out and buy my album. Now, there's no question in that Trey Songz is one of the hottest male R&B singers out right now. And he just released two mixtapes, Anticipation 2 and Let Me Hold That Beat, with almost 40 tracks of free music. And now he puts his iTunes EP out for five bucks, and guess what? It's his lowest-selling first-week number since he first came out. Hmm. Now is that an indication of what the album is going to do? Absolutely not But what I will say is this If you condition your fans To expect something from you for free Trey songs you just gave me 40 songs for free And now you want me to buy five For what? Especially when two of those songs Two of the five were on a mixtape uh, we're going to get heavy into this quality versus quantity discussion when we get back. We're going to go into our first break. Our first break comes in the form of a song from one of the middleman's favorite. This is Anthony Hamilton featuring Kerry Hilson with Never Let Go. You're listening to the Middleman Present Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton.
And Carrie Hilson would never let go. Nice record. record man. Yes. He said he, he said he wanted that to be his next single, and I was like, Anthony Hamilton and Carrie Hilson, I don't know how that's gonna work. But it actually worked pretty well. I I ain't mad at it at all. She probably got a little T pain on her vocals. <laughs> I'm not going there today. <sighs> if you're just tuning in to the middle members and talking time with Nick Eden, we are discussing quality versus quantity. Now, there's a myth in urban music that in order to break as an artist, you have to constantly put out products, an example, mixtapes, in order for people to get comfortable enough with you to purchase your album. 
This is a practice strictly done in urban music, which ironically is the lowest selling genre. And the next generation of artists need to address this before they get more out of it. Has the mixtape game effectively ended the sales force of R&B and hip hop? Now, before I get, and if you want to get in on this conversation, please, by all means, give us a call, 718-508-9972. Hit that number one. We'll go ahead and get you in. I don't want to seem like I am absolutely against mixtapes. That's not the case. But I think that mixtapes have evolved into something completely different than what they originally were over the years. Now, mm-hmm. I think that mixtapes are a wonderful tool. They are a wonderful tool for getting an artist out there. And you can call them mixtape and urban music, but they've been doing it for years. They call them radio samplers. They call them press samplers. Labels have been doing it for the longest. What are it's it, EPs, right? EPs? Well, yeah, you can say EPs, but I'm, I'm more or less talking about the compilations that these labels put together. What oh, different yeah. marketing companies put together and sent out to the radio stations and to the DJs to let them know what new records are coming out, which records are priority records going into the new quarter. You know, it's, like I said, it's been done for years. We found a very colorful way to do it within urban music, and it served a great purpose. A lot of records have been broken strictly off of the mixtapes. A lot of artists strictly off of the mixtapes. You know, from as far back as the the Ghetto Boys to as far up as this New Cat Fusion. So I mean, it's definitely got its advantages to it. Mm-hmm. I'll say, and 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 Kev is probably more of a hip hop guy than me. So I'll, I'll I'll let him halfway take it for a second. You know, what is the good that you see with the mixtapes? That, well, I mean, it, it really shows and displays what you have as far as an artist, um, what you're capable of doing, and it can be a lure to a new audience that you possibly didn't have. Because, you know, mixtapes, mix they spread pretty heavy. Um, I mean, that's one good thing as far as, you know, getting yourself introduced to an audience with, that may not have heard your works because, like, um, there's a, there are particular artists out there that had a good run behind mixtape. Jeezy is a prime example. Um, outside of what he did on his first couple of albums, when he put out the, uh, the Snowman mixtape and all that, that helped introduce him to another audience. Also, as far as outside of what he already had in the streets or whatnot. Yeah, that's true. But and you, I mean, you can't you can't you know take it away. It, it has helped. It, look at Drake. Yeah, Drake. You know, is, yeah, Drake got a career off of a mixtape. Yeah, you look I mean, at uh, like I said, I mentioned a second ago, Future. Um, look yeah. at Two Chains. Look at what the mixtape circuit has done for Two Chains in terms of his career. Yeah, a lot of people thought that it was going to be probably over after Player Circle, but yeah, it's it's worked for him. It, it really has. And one person in particular that I can really think that I saw firsthand that it did work for was Big Country from Grand Oh Hustle. yes. Oh yeah. A lot of people wrote him off. They were like, oh well. Grand Hustle, Tiff and Grand Hustle would think about Young Joe right now. Ain't nobody really thinking about Big Country. You know, he can go ahead and hang it up or wait for another PSC album. No. He had his album, his, his uh, mixtape cocaine, but he got out there, and now on his own, he sold 60,000 copies. Right. Of that mixtape. I can't even begin to tell you how many other people, how many others of us who were in that circle at the time. When I sold our own copies of that mixtape, because I know I hit the flea market. <laughs> oh yeah, I hit the. I, he gave me a couple of boxes and was like, "Hey man, get out there and make it happen." All right, cool. I hit. I'm talking. About, I hit the flea market. I had. 
I, I mean, pay many a light bill and phone bill off that cocaine mixtape. I'm just saying. I mean, man, you know, a lot of artists, it helped out. I mean, speaking of now, um, you know, back in the days, like you said, when, when people were introducing a lot of, when labels were introducing artists, a lot of times they use those mix, not, you know, they use the mixtapes to put a compilation of artists together, and then, you know, artists just start doing their own thing. But, you know, you, you got some artists, man, that overdo it, in my opinion. You know, when it comes to mixtapes, I mean, like you was talking about with Trey Songz putting out 40 records. You know, that's a bit much. You know, um, realistically, man, if you if you put out a sampler like they used to do back in the day, um, you have like about, what, four or five, six songs at most, and, and they'll be very hot. And, you know, you have some that you may feel, some you may not, but it, it will make you feel like, man, I got to check out who this artist is because these records are hot. A side, B side, remember? I do. And like I said, I think that the mixtape game has evolved so much. Like, mm-hmm. I'll put it to you this way. Screw that clip. Oh, Lord. Yeah. All those DJ screw mixtapes. But what I will say about this, you weren't walking around with, oh, I downloaded my copy of DJ Screw. Man, hell no. You, you went to Screw's house and you paid your money and you got it. Oh, yeah. But it was a true mixtape in the form of the exact word of mix. He put it together. As a DJ should. A lot of mixtapes that are out right now are not actually mixtapes. They're street albums. And that's exactly and that's exactly my point because I look at it from the standpoint of someone like DJ Drama. Mm-hmm. Now was he the innovator of the mixtape game? Absolutely not. But he was the person that realized the branding that came along with it. He right. he was able to capitalize where someone like a DJ Screw wasn't around long enough to capitalize like he could have. Right. You know, DJ Drama, he really took it to another level. He broke a lot of artists because of it. His Gangsta Grill series was almost, it was almost a mandate for hip-hop artists. You had to have, as a hip-hop artist, if you didn't have a Gangsta Grills mixtape, you know, it, it was... And, and and a lot of that can be attributed to Jeezy, just like you said a little earlier. Oh, yeah. That Trap yeah. or Die mixtape, I, I remember, I distinctly remember being in Montgomery and having Trap or Die Sundays every Sunday night at the Rose. You know, that <laughs> club that you say, never take y'all to again? Yeah, please, never. <laughs> and I can remember... So if you could really just take that trap or die mixtape and play it from the beginning to the end, and the club will be up the entire time. Oh that's yeah, impact, and that's and that's fine and that's great. What I think now, though, I think everybody's relying on it too heavily. Oh, the label ain't releasing my album, so I'm just gonna go ahead and put the mixtape out. Oh yeah, the the mixtape before the album, the album before the album. I mean, what if you don't happen to just anticipation. What whatever happened to just working the records? Some of the best advice that I ever got, I was in uh, the airport in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I ran into K. John. Uh, and one thing he told me, he said, you know, if you got a record that you believe in, push and push and push it as hard as you can. If you really believe in that record, push it until you can't push it anymore. His hit single, On the Ocean, he said it himself. He put it on three different albums. He believed in that song that much, and he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing it. That's not the mentality of a lot of cats. I'm going right. to go ahead and drop this mixtape. I'm going to go ahead and shoot my viral video for, I got five singles off this mixtape, and then I'm going to shoot, and it's like, come on. 
How many records from you can I take in one year? Come on, dude, give me a chance to miss you. Hey, man. Give me a look. Perfect example of that is uh, VIC. That wobble record just came back. Yeah. It, it was like somebody, it, it like it just fell off the face of the earth, and all of a sudden, boom, it's back again. It just, it just hit again. Uh, when Mike Jones had uh, still, what was it still tipping? Yeah. That record was four years old. Oh yeah, when it finally Before hit, and everybody caught on to it. Yeah. Yep, you're right. You're exactly right. But I mean, that, that goes. Happened to putting real faith into a record. I know, but I mean, it goes to what you said. That's the quality of a record over just constantly bombarding people with records that they can't get a grasp or hold of yet. Now, like I said, I'm not going to completely dismiss mixtapes, but I do think that they are for the DJs. Let me say something about the DJ, and and anybody who knows me knows that there's one. If I had to pick just one particular entity within the music business that I just I go hard for, I will ride for, it is always the DJ. There are so many DJs out there that work hard every night. It is very difficult to keep a club rocking all night. Oh, yeah. To give that many personalities just to get on the dance floor and stay on the dance floor, that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of skill. And it's a thankless job. You can be a DJ in Atlanta, Georgia, and you can be playing every independent artist out there. But guess who they're trying to be in the face of all the time? Greg Street. They're not thinking oh, yeah. about you. Oh, you playing the hole in the wall club. I'm going to email my track to you. Go ahead and play it for me, homie. And that might be the last time you ever see them again. But they're always in Greg Street's face, or they're always in Ryan Cameron's face. And that's fine. They're always in the Dirty Boy's face. That's fine, and Danny. You're supposed to do that. But there are a lot of thankless DJs out there, a lot of uh, nameless faces out there who work day jobs just like these artists do. They don't get So I think that the, the mixtape game is for them. Let them put those mixtapes. Let me give you some exclusive. What do you have going on? Let me help you pass out some of your mixtapes. Because, you know, you're out here and you're grinding. You're helping me. Let me help you. Let me well, help I mean, you brand what you're trying to do. Well, man, just like uh, with uh, Pastor Troy. I recall when Pastor Troy was working his record a long time ago. I mean, he had a lot of different uh, uh, guys helping him push that record, if you recall. I do You know, recall. I mean, from different areas. I do recall that. And he was one of the people that I distinctly remember being very, very hands-on with the DJs. He was very hands-on with the DJs, and I'll go... Granddaddy South was very hands-on with the DJs, too. Oh, he's yeah. A little, he's a little eccentric. Yeah, he is. But he was very hands-on with the DJs. Leave the mixtape. Like, now you have mixtapes coming out, they don't even have a DJ hosting it. I mean, you went from something that was strictly about breaking new talent. So let me go ahead and put my whole album on here. Oh, let me get the hottest DJ, and then it went to, let me just not get the DJ at all. I'm just going to put all these songs together and put them up on live mixtapes. They're not even going to be mixed. Oh, yeah. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. And even if you look at the numbers, for some it just does not work. For some it, it just doesn't. I'll use let's use Chrisette Michelle for an example. Now Chrisette Michelle, we know, soul singer, probably one of the best 
voices, best new voices we've had in R&B and soul to come out in a long time. Now, first album came out. First album, it was a slow build, but the album eventually went gold. Second album came out. Came out as the number one album in the country. Now I don't care what anybody says. No one at Def Jam or Universal thought that that little black girl was gonna have the number one album in the country, but she did. She had a steady touring fan base. She put out quality product. Then the pressure came, and before her third album, Let Freedom Rain, came out, she said, "I'm gonna put out a mixtape. I'm gonna put out a mixtape to help my to soothe my fans over until my album comes." And the album that she put out was the lowest selling album of her career. Now, am I saying that it was the, the mixtape's fault? No. But what I am saying is you just gave me 15 songs. Yeah. Why am I about to buy 12 from you? Exactly. You just gave me 15. Why am I about to buy 12? The music fan nowadays already has a short attention span. There's a very short attention span among music fans nowadays. So I'm going to go ahead and give you something, and then I'm going to come back a couple of weeks later and ask you to buy something else. You've already moved on to the next person. Because you've listened to 15 songs of me, you've had your fill. Now you want to hear the next rap. Now, I was, now Future, who is an MC from Atlanta, just recently signed with Epic Records. Um, he had a big mixtape following, and it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from him. And once again, if you guys want to get in on this conversation, go ahead and give us a call. 718-508-9972. But uh, Future's had a big mixtape following, and he's, you know, he just signed his label deal with uh, Epic Records. We're going to see how his album does. Now, I wish him all the success. I do. I, I do wish that he has that same amount of success that someone like Drake or Nicki Minaj or Lil Wayne has. But I will say this, and I will say this right now. You're relying solely on the mixtapes. At some point, you have to realize you're going to have to put out a real product. And mm-hmm. I would damn sure want to take quality product over quantity any day. But, but you know, Nick, one thing, too, a lot of artists can't transition from that mixtape game into that just putting out a, a quality album. A lot of guys can't transition to that. And I, I've noticed well, some guys. Uh, I mean, dude, you put out so many good records already. I mean, you might you might have put out the records that needed to be on. T- I mean, you think about it, man. Rick Rick put out that um, Albert Anastasia album. Yeah. And then he put yeah. out the album right after that. And I mean, a lot of that stuff was already on that record. I'm like, why? Crazy. But um, why not put out an EP? I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Like you said, a sampler or something. But um, we do have someone that would like to get into the conversation. Okay. Cool. All right. Hey, what's up? You live on the Middleman Talk Show. Nick Eaton, talk of the town. What's going on? Caller. Oh, Caller. Yeah, oh, oh my bad. I'm live. Oh, what's up, know. man? What's going on? What's going on? What's, I, I'm, 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 I'm saying just coming back listening to the whole conversation for the past 30 minutes. You know, what you think about it, man? We got, on point? Good cover all y'all got going on. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all giving some good point, pointers out there for, for the, you know what I'm saying, for artists. Who on the come up that needs to know the the mixtape game? Really, like, is it necessary for you to do it, or is it not necessary for you to do it? I mean, me personally, think like mixtapes. I mean, it's cool to a certain point, but it it's got to the point like they kind of like got the misconception like what is the purpose of the mixtape is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. 
they, they, that, you know what I'm saying? I, I believe that, you know what I'm saying? Because mixtapes back in the day, it was, it was like, majority was just something like you, you kind of contribute with the DJ. And then, you know what I'm saying? You're giving your fans, like, like a different, kind of a little bit of a different side of you. Right. Like, it, it's, it's a contribute, like, with the, the DJ and the artist. Majority, like, you know what I'm saying? But they, they treat it more now like, uh, 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 EP prior to the album, right? Other than I mean, a mixtape, like normally they did, normally like a mixtape, they jump on like a certain tracks or whatever, like whoever was hot at, at a certain point in time, they jump on the instrumental, they, they flip over on the track, or you hear some little cut scratches in the mixtape or whatever by the DJ, you know what I'm saying? Kind of bring liveness to the DJ, bring a little liveness to the mixtape. Like now you don't really hear none of that. You don't hear no like no mixes, no scratches, no like none of that. None of that. You know that was like no yeah. like, like some yeah. artists that pay homage. Like they'll throw like an old school beat on there, they'll pay homage like whoever they came up listening. They'll like throw like somebody some run DMC or Curtis Blow beat instrumental on, on the you know, and then rap over. Kind of really pay homage. Like you don't really see none of that. You know? Uh-huh. Well let me ask you this. Yeah. So you you you're making a a great point. At what point do artists realize that, hey, I'm kind of taking this out? It's like, it seems like not only do the artists want to cut off the labels, but they want to cut the DJ out, too. Now, you want the DJ to play all these records, but you're not dealing with them in their field. This is the DJ's field. Yeah, it's the DJ's field. Like, now, nowadays, nowadays, DJ feels as though, okay, if I don't do this, may take. They feel the same way if they don't do it because if you've been dealing with a certain de- dealing with a certain DJ for a certain point a long time, like we you know a DJ a long time, they feel as though, oh man, you went to so and so and so, why you ain't come to me? Blah 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 blah. And then what that DJ does, he might not want to play your play the mixer because you ain't reached out to him. Mm-hmm. Like now, because it, 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 it's kind of like it's it's that's why I say it's like DJ's not how, how DJ used to be back then because like DJ used to rock out to everybody make tapes. Like you, That's true. Like, you, you want to know what the difference like, is? You understand? Like y'all remember when 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 Magic Mike used to put out mixtapes before he before his label album deal? Oh yeah. That's how we played his mm-hmm. album deal. Magic Mike had the mixtapes out there. Every DJ was sending a Magic Mike mixtape in a club. Yep. Yep. A Jam Pony mixtape was getting sent in clubs and cars. Y'all yep. know Jam Pony mixtapes. Yes sir, yes sir. Like now, like now, it's like DJs. They don't, they don't like support other DJs like that. Well, you know the difference is, the difference is, back then, everybody had, every DJ had a different exclusive from him. Think about this. Think about this. And this goes back to what I was saying. It went from, let me make sure that all the DJs that I I mess around with, even the ones I'm just beating, let me get them exclusive. You might have... 40 songs that you're going to give away. But instead of doing one mixtape with one DJ, what's wrong with giving each one of those DJs an exclusive? Something that they can play that nobody else has. It's an exclusive for them. It's an exclusive verse or it's an exclusive song. Man, That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, if a DJ, if, if you're doing a mixtape with a, a certain DJ, and yeah, you should like go in there and just record one little record just for some exclusive just for that just for that DJ that you doing dealing with. That's like that 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 not only like that go back to you helping the artist, helping the DJ also. So like that's like talking of like word of mouth on the street. 
Hey, blah, blah, blah. Have you picked up such and such, such, the DJ, such, 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 new mixer? He got that new such, such, such song on there. So that go back, people going back, look for that DJ. That exactly. DJ that builds, that helps build a buzz up back for that DJ. You, cause you like, you contributing back the buzz. You already got your buzz. You contributing back your buzz towards that DJ. But you know what, man, fellas, in, in this digital age, it's like you can't even give a DJ an exclusive because if you get it on one site or they get it on one particular mix, somebody gonna jack that mix and take your tag I mean, off of exactly, it and ruin it. They, they know it's hard to take a tag off of it. The only way they're gonna take a tag off of it, they gotta go back in there and edit the record, then put, put, you know what I'm saying, grab a little piece of the little instrumental, go back and edit it. They, why do you want to go through all that? Why you gonna go through paying an engineer to do all that? You know, say, hey, go blah blah blah, do this, do that. You know, why go through all that? Is Me that personally, I say no DJ, no DJ, no DJ. The last person in memory that I that, that I can think of that did that did something along the lines of that was Young Jock. Young Jock was one of the only hip hop artists to break of 2007. And I mean, when I say break, I mean like really break onto the charts, break onto, you know, break into the pop charts. Number one single. If you notice, prior to his album coming out, Young Jock didn't have a mixtape. He was on a lot of mixtapes. But about one He didn't have about. a mixtape. And one thing I remember, because I was working that Clear Challenger at the time, one thing I remember about Young Jock was, it was 06. I'm sorry, it wasn't 07, it was 06. One thing I do remember about him is, Young Jock would make sure that he went and he personally spoke to every single person. Every single person he shook hands with. How you doing? Look, I know you're a DJ. Shoot me your email. I'm gonna shoot you something exclusive just for you. He was the last person that I, that I can remember actually doing that. And he was all over mixtapes, but he never had a mixtape of his own until after his album came out. Then he dropped a couple of mixtapes. So it can be done in the digital age. And I know that music industry has changed a lot since 2006, but it can still be done. And I guess my biggest point about this is we're getting ready to go into our second break. We appreciate your call. Um, my biggest point about this is this: at a certain point, artists have to realize that you got to try something else. If you look at the pop charts, there's not a Lady Gaga mixtape. There's not a Taylor Swift mixtape. There's not a Susan Boyle mixtape. Nor is there a Justin Bieber mixtape. Even though he probably will do one in a short time because he wants to convince everybody he's a rapper. Why is it that in urban music, we are the only ones that feel we have to devalue our music by giving it away for free? What's wrong with standing up to somebody and saying, look, I understand you used to getting things for free, but I worked hard on this. And anybody out there that's on the line and you've put together a project, whether you've been the artist, a songwriter, the producer, the DJ, the graphic artist, or whatever, even, even down to the engineers, it is, you know that it's very difficult, especially in these days and age when this economy for us to take the extra money and the extra time that it takes to put these projects together. This is my hard work. It is worth something. It is valuable. I'm not asking you for all your money. I'm just asking you for a couple dollars to help me support what it is that I'm doing. There's nothing wrong with saying that. And if the and if our pop country and rock counterparts can say that, then why can't we? I just don't see why we can't. We're going to get ready to go into our second break, and we're going to come back and wrap this up. Our second song of the day is actually by an artist that I wish that he would have dropped half of his last album as a mixtape, and that way we wouldn't have had to listen to Black Tie as a rapper. This is Tyrese, <laughs> and this is another exclusive tonight. 
This is Tyrese with the remix of his hit single, State, featuring Faith Evans and Rick Ross. This is the Middleman Presents, Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton. You know we had to do a remix, right? Remix, right? Remix, right? Voltron Records.
thing was singing. But you know what? It ain't a remix until you had Puffy in there saying, take that, take that, take that. Folks. Well, you know, that's the new, that Maybach music is the new thing with that. Though. I know. Gotta have that as a remix. Maybach is his own. Everything, man. Oh my God, is he gonna MC Hammer himself? I hope not. Well, now you know he put they pushed his album back. Yeah, he had that that doggone seizure, working too hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I think he should have thought twice about saying, you know, well, you know, cheesy album got pushed back. My album don't get pushed back though. Cheesy album coming out on time. Oh man! Hey man, um, I want to, anybody in the New York area, uh, December the ninth, which is tomorrow, they're gonna have a cancer benefit concert, uh, with special guest Fonsworth Bentley. They got free food. It will be served. They got details. Tune, uh, check out my man the Nook over there on Facebook or either on uh, Twitter. On Twitter. Twitter. If you're in the New Hello, York area. Homie. Over there, killing it always a good supporter of the middle man. Yeah. Well, guys, if you were tuning in with us today, you know that we were talking about quality versus quality. The myth of urban music that in order to break the new artist, you have to constantly put out product, i.e. mixtapes, in order for people to get comfortable enough with you to purchase your album. This is a practice strictly done in urban music, which is ironically the lowest selling genre, and the next generation of artists need to address this before it gets even more out of hand. Has the mixtape game effectively ended the sales force of R&B and hip-hop? And I will say this much. I do not think that his, it ended it. But I do think, I absolutely do think that he has put a serious hindrance on it. I think that it's put a, it put a serious hindrance on it, and it needs to be addressed. The next generation of artists has to stand up and say, look, if Taylor Swift and Jesse J, if, if, if their music is good enough, for you to buy it and so is mine. And it's not that I don't believe in giving anything free to the fans. Anybody who follows me on Twitter or on Facebook, they know I'm always giving away free music. Always giving away, giving away free music. But I'm only asking for you the email address or if I get one of those special deals with Amazon where you can download you know, one of my singles for free, you can download another MP3 of your choice for free, or two more MP3s of your choice for free. You know, so there is, you know, I, I do give away free music. I will say that. Lightly. <laughs> Lightly. I do realize that there is value in what I do. I work hard, and, this, and it's not just me. It's not just me, folks. It's a whole bunch of people. It's a whole bunch of people that helped make Nick Eden who he is. There's a whole lot of producers. There's a whole lot of marketers. There's a whole lot of people that help. Just like there's a whole lot of people that, that put people like Tyrese in the place that he's in. There's a whole lot of people that put people like Jay-Z in his place. So you have to respect those people. These are the people's families we're talking about. They're feeding their families. And we out there saying that we're going to give all this away for free. And we're effectively saying, you know, hey, I don't care what you got going on at home. I don't care about your family eating. I want this music free. And if I come to your job and I say whatever product you got there, I want it for free, you probably look me in my face and cough here. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, what you got going on this week, man? 
man, you know, getting ready for this middleman talk show coming up this Sunday, man. And uh, uh, most likely, man, hopefully get out here on this park again and play a little bit basketball again. Yeah, man. Yeah, try to get my, I got my shot in. No win. No win at I all. I need to get out there with you, man. I need to get out Come there. Come on, man. Come on. I've been, I've been slacking. Um, I'm kind of on hold. You guys, I, I've talked to you before um, about this uh, R&D Fitness Challenge web series that I'm doing. Uh, it's on hold to the top of the year, so I've been getting a couple extra little snacks in, but I'm starting to know yeah, around the mid section. But, uh, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's just going to make the show that much better. I'm telling you, <laughs> this show is going to be quite entertaining. All I can say is, Kev, I'm going to be catching chickens on the show. Uh, all right, Rocky. Okay. It, it's, okay. I, I'm telling you right now, this show is going to be hilarious. But it's also going to be educational. It's also going to be... It's also going to let people know. It's not about me getting thin. It's not about me getting thin at all. It's about me being healthy, man. Being around for my family and about showing up oh, people. Yeah. Me too. But, you know, you can live a healthy lifestyle and not be, you know... Hey, you can chase that chicken, but when you catch him, don't choke him. Okay? I ain't going to choke him. I'm going to... Chop his head off and pluck him and hey man, let's see what, let's see what our man the Nook got going on. I know they got a couple of things going on with that Stewart brand. What's up, Nook man? What y'all yeah. got going on, man? I mean, you know, just trying to make it do what it do. Always, always. The man of a thousand hustles, right there. Uh, hey, I, I need about a thousand more. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, give your Twitter out, man, so people can follow you on Twitter, man, because uh, sometimes I just be looking at their Twitter, man, just be reading stuff. I be like, man, this joke right here be putting up some stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just be on Twitter, just be just random stuff, or whatever. I just see something, I just, like, decide to put something on Twitter, but wherever I see if I see something crazy happen, either in the music or sports or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, uh... Yeah, basketball. Like, like earlier, like, like earlier, like, like earlier, like I'm watching 106 and Park, and I'm watching, you know, you know, Diddy done revamped his bad boy. Who? He done Diddy. Son, he what? Revamped bad boy. Yeah, I see, son. What's that boy's name? Yeah, he, he, he signed Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. He signed French Montana. But I'm thinking like Yeah, friends. This is this is the thing what bothers me with in it with artists who got a buzz like building. It's like why would you sign why not build your own label situation with somebody? You know what I'm saying? Why would you sign just like Luda said, why would you sign under nigga who sign under nigga who sign under nigga? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like why not your money if you five got, ways. If you, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, you got too many hands in your pocket. You got this man in your hand in his pocket. You got this man hand in your other pocket. You got this man in your back pocket. You know what I'm like? Why not create your own situation? You can put both your hands in all your pockets. Wait a minute. Hold on. I meant to watch that. Are you telling me that French Montana signed with Bad Boy? Bad Boy. Yep, he's Bad Boy now. Yes, Let me explain something. For those of you who may not be that familiar with French Montana, it's two unsigned, well, to this point, there were two unsigned artists in, in hip-hop that I felt had the largest buzz, and that was 2 Chainz and French Montana. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.